2: Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Steve Rushall. How you doing? Brent Frugier. Hello. And Aaron Gronikin. Hello. We have an excellent episode. We have the nice guys today, which is... Uh...
0: Yeah, thank you. We are nice.
2: Hang on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Impeccable timing again. <laughs> you deserve that. I know. I'm Although sorry. that was pretty clever, not going to lie. No, we have uh, the... Is it... Uh, Steven Soderbergh,
3: who directed this one, Shane, Shane Black. Black. Shane Black. He's. Uh, I knew it was a, a really well-renowned writer. He was known for a lot of the
1: kind like buddy. buddy we yeah. did what was that
3: movie we did with Bruce Willis? The
1: Last yeah. uh, Boy Scout. Last, last Boy, Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Yeah. yeah. He did Lethal Weapon. Yep. He did. Um, he did he Iron Man did... three, which I actually liked, but a lot of people don't like that one. He was actually a big part of the Predator movies. Ooh, uh, uh,
0: Kiss
3: Kiss Bang Bang, one of our
0: group's one. favorites. You know, yeah, That's fantastic. Our groups. Um, He also did uh, Mike, Iron Man.
3: Seen it? Mike, have you never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Did
0: y'all say Iron Man?
1: Yeah, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't want to talk about that. I, I actually liked Iron Man 3, but I know a lot of people don't. I haven't seen it.
0: You know, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight is also uh, pretty good. Shane Black? Yeah, he, he wrote that.
3: Oh, nice. That one is... That's... Uh... Samuel Jackson mm-hmm. and Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yep. Okay. Yep. I've seen that one. Yeah, he's a he's a very good writer. Oh
2: yeah. Um. So here's a, a fun little thing. And Brent bringing it up Iron Man three reminded me of it. There's a YouTube page that does like strictly graphs. Right. This is this is gonna sound really stupid. Strictly at first. graphs. Like it'll do a graph of the most highest grossing Marvel films or DC films since like 1989 right which was the release of Batman and
3: they he like charted it all out and through like the mid-2000s and was this accounting for any type of inflation over I guess it probably wouldn't be that much over the course (laughs) of 20 years but
2: well I think there'd be more than you would think but I'm not entirely sure 20
3: years 30 40 years whatever guys 40 years 30 How long is this Marvel thing? He he says eighty nine. Yeah, so the the graph started at eighty nine,
2: and I think it had the nineteen seventy eight Superman on it as well, and it just started there.
0: He did not say that. I did forty years. years. Shut
2: up, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, throughout the mid two thousands, the nineteen seventy eight Superman was still on the top ten list. Oh, that was one
1: of the big ones. And it
2: was yeah, and uh, so was the Batman one, and then all of these Marvel movies just start coming out, and it was really interesting. The high, of the Tobey Maguire series. Does anyone know what the highest? Don't Gross, say three. Yes.
1: Yo, that's um, which one?
2: Three. Yeah. Three grossed the, the most money. How interesting is that, man?
3: Well, I mean, you got all the hype. Yeah. Two, because two was so yeah. damn good. Yeah, then know. they crashed and burned on the landing. I mean, Was that the one it where wouldn't... he did emo
0: Spider-Man? Yep.
1: that was. Uh, and then they had like way too many yeah. villains. See, it like, wouldn't yeah. have been that bad if they would have just maybe taken some of those villains out. They're like, we have all these Spider-Man villains. Are we ever going to be able to use them? I don't know. Okay, let's throw them all in Spider-Man one movie. Spider-Man 3
3: is the reason I'm so nervous about Batman. This new Batman movie.
0: Because they making. have so many villains.
3: Too many villains. Well, I, that's it...
0: kind of what we've been talking with Marvel movies lately, too, is... You're trying to get all these people into one movie, yep. like Endgame. Yep. You either have to have a three-hour movie... But Marvel
3: movies are different, and, and I am uh, i can't believe I'm defending going them? to be defending this. <laughs> but the Marvel movies established their characters already within 20 movies in a universe. Yeah. Spider-Man had three movies and then decided, oh, we're going to introduce these big baddies, and uh, we've got eight of them in one movie, so you yeah. can't get to know them.
0: I mean, with the Batman one... It's not like you have to really introduce the villains. True. Because Batman has been played. But they will. They will. They will introduce him, which is And which we'll is probably smart, but...
3: see another scene of Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot. Oh, we in can alleyway. only hope. We can only hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who? It's, you know, they have all these people who have played Batman. Now it's like, oh man, all these people who have played Batman's parents. Yeah. Who, who's, who's playing Batman's parents this you, time? You, you
0: know, if they don't have a scene where he yells Martha... <laughs> And Sp- mm. Superman yells "Mark!" say
1: that
0: name? It, it, it will be a win in my eyes because that yeah. was probably one of the worst scenes in a movie. Dude, that was on the list as well of like the
2: highest grossing, which well, sure, it, I understand it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cause well, it was
3: because it should have been
1: great. Good. Yeah, it yeah. should have been good. And there was hype behind it, but... yeah, I, mean, I don't it, know. It, and with the Superman movies in the 70s and then in the 80s and even the 90s with all the Batman stuff, DC was, you know, the better... Movies like Marvel had Spider Man and that was it. Eighty nine Batman is still one of the best comic book
3: movies.
2: It still holds up. It was it was super interesting to see because like it would ebb and flow with DC just taking like over eight of the top ten spots and then Marvel would come back. Well, I mean, let's be honest,
3: DC the only thing it has. In the cinematic, last well, Wonder Woman takes over. Uh, time. People but do uh, like DC Wonder Woman. Had Batman, and that's it. You, well, but even the Superman movies would gross a lot of. Them. I'm not talking
2: strictly about the quality of sure, the movie. true. The the money that it made would make a ton of
0: money. I on mean, this chart. like like Brent said, DC was was the hands and feet. Is that what you said? Hands and shoulders. Hands, hands and shoulders. Shoulders, hands and shoulders. <laughs> above Marvel. I mean, if you go back and look at some of the Marvel movies back in like 1978. Oh, they oh got wow. Captain America wearing his giant
3: motorcycle <laughs> helmet <laughs> and his spandex. Yep. I mean, it,
0: it was just bad. I mean, they, DC was so far ahead of Marvel, and then it, it literally flipped when they started doing yeah. the cinematic yeah. universe. Yeah. And
1: that's around the time Marvel was struggling, too. Like, yeah. Marvel went to, I don't know if it was bankruptcy or real close to bankruptcy they at got one point. By yeah, and they had, that's when they had to sell all their stuff. That's why Sony has Spider Man yep. and uh, Fox before they. Before Disney yeah. bought it, had like the X Men and mm-hmm. what was the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, because hey, they had to sell all, all their all club yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, as much as I give
3: Disney a bunch of, you know, oh they're all the same. It's all like at least they didn't do what Fox did with X Men, yeah, yeah. and at least they didn't do what yeah. Sony did with
0: Spider Man. Well, oh.
2: Fox also didn't Fox give us Deadpool? Yes,
0: yes. yes. Well, because he's but that's mostly Ryan Reynolds. Doing yeah, it, doing it yeah. Himself. Well,
1: Deadpool's clumped in with those X-Men characters that they yeah. sold off, so they I, had the rights. Fair
2: enough. Um, I did see this, this, this was a while back, so I'm, I'm going to just totally uh, derail this entire conversation okay? and destroy it. That's fine. Um, I saw this chart that had like all of the entities that own which characters, and it was like Fox owns this version of the X Men. Oh yeah. But yeah. Disney
3: owns this version. Well I remember they had we had two different versions of uh what's Quicksilver. Name? Quicksilver? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's exactly. And it was it was super interesting to see
2: that like some of the main villains for Spider Man are owned by a completely different company.
1: So you'll never be able to see those villains. Yeah. It was
0: <clears throat> That's why Marvel's trying to buy everything back, but
1: Yeah. But they're never, they're never Sony's never gonna sell Spider Man, but as long as they can keep working together the way they are, it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, real quick, going back <laughs> to,
3: to Batman. Yeah. On a scale of George Clooney to Christian Bale, where are you at for your excitement level with Pattinson? Pattinson.
1: You know, it's one of those situations where like you hear about it and you're like, that seems like a bad thing, but you have to you think like Heath Ledger with the Joker, like you don't know until you see it. I, so I, I think mean, it's I I I've I been in Pattinson's corner since you have
3: because he, since Twilight.
0: <laughs> I I, no, I've never honestly. His issue. His issue <laughs> is most people still see him as a sparkly vampire. Yes. So that's his issue. But if you start to look at some of his movies, uh, what was High Life? Was that
3: the space movie? Yeah. He Did High Life? He did Good Times. Lighthouse. He did the
0: Lighthouse. Um, he's slowly turning Lost his City of Z. career back around. He's and a hell of an actor. Yeah.
2: Twilight 1, Twilight 2, I don't know Twilight if 3. he could be
0: towards Christian Bale, but I don't think he'll be anywhere close to Clooney or Affleck.
2: Well, okay. I, hey, I liked Affleck. Yeah, Affleck wasn't bad. horrible.
1: His movies sucked, yeah. but he was a good Batman. So you're saying he's going to be around the uh, Keaton? I, <laughs> yeah, <G>. I think
0: <laughs> he'll be closer to Keaton Christian Bale. So
2: his, here's the thing, though, is... I don't. I don't know if you can ever really compare them because Bale's Batman
3: is a hell of a lot of different universe. Uh, yes, and Christian Bale. Then. Christian Bale was a better Bruce Wayne than a Batman. I know that's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, very. Uh, people won't say agree it. with that. Say it. It's not a popular opinion, but he. He was good because of his acting ability to make you truly care about a Bruce Wayne and a Batman character, and it made the character more real than just a yeah. beat-em-up comic book character. I think Pattinson will be able to do the same thing. I'm worried about the physical aspects of it. Yeah,
0: I have a
1: question Who's for you, then, because you're, you, Batman's your guy. So like, who do you think was the best Bruce Wayne, and who do you think was the best Batman? Bruce? A Batman, I in my opinion, Ben Affleck was
3: the best Batman. Really? As far as a brawler... As far as a get the you know, but we didn't get much of it other than in crappy movies, and that's not his fault. I as far as Bruce Wayne, I still say it was Christian Bale. Where does Keaton fall in? Uh, I I mean, I will love him because <laughs> I love that movie. That, I think that a lot still of, in my opinion, is probably the second best Batman movie ever made.
0: I think that goes along with what he said earlier: is that movie still holds up, and a lot of people love it because of how good it was. That maybe mm-hmm. Keaton gets a little higher nod because of that. Yeah. Sure,
3: I do. I mean, Keaton—he got—he was still good though when he went nuts when when Jack Nicholson's character was in his house. And I—I he, I thought Keaton was very good, but I still say Ben Affleck as falls as the as far as the physical presence yeah. for Batman, and then Christian Bale as far as the mm. suave business. None man. of them are okay. no Val Kilmer though. Yeah, I was, yeah. was yeah. going to say, where does true?
2: It's George Clooney on the bottom, of course. Yeah, Bat nipples. Yep,
3: uh, Kilmer. Yep. If we're talking just cinematic, not including Adam West, we're just talking yeah, about yeah, cinematic yeah. universe for Batman. I would say Kilmer, Clooney bottom, Kilmer, Affleck. Or Affleck. Keaton. I put Keaton above Affleck overall. Right. I say you, Affleck. Put them Keaton, together. Christian Bale. Interesting. And we'll see where Robert Patton's. I'm excited to see what he does. I'm not, I'm still skeptical Do about that. Do you think he can
1: surpass the. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Totally blanked what I was saying there. <laughs> but in I, your eyes, I he, think, knows what, he knew what I was saying. I think that
3: with a good director, and if they. It uh, sounds like they're trying to go in a different directi- direction, more of a actual, you know, world's greatest detective style Batman yeah. rather than just comic book beat em up Batman. I think it should be a chance to be a great movie. We'll see.
1: Leto. Yep. bottom. Oh, number one. Yeah, best. And that was one of those ones, like, I don't really know how good Jared Leto is. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, but a lot. Of, some of that wasn't necessarily his fault either. It's just they really did it's not use to, Joker in that movie.
3: Yeah, who, who? How much of
1: that? Character was his decision to do it that way. I think I think so I I think think character-wise it it was his decision, they just didn't use him.
2: Well, and I think I think he wanted to like strong arm his way into a larger role into that movie,
3: is what I read. Um he still wanted to play it after he was yeah, remember the articles he was upset that Joaquin got his the the role? Yeah, so obvious, good choice.
2: Yeah, yep. I read that he they like offered him the small role, like you know, later down the road, we might make your own movie. Whatever. This is just a small thing now. And he tried to strong arm his way into making it a huge role in the movie. And they, like, well, we signed him, we have to use him. I think. And I think it was like this battle of a power struggle within the production, which is weird. Anyways, so we,
3: we'll see what. Ha- I'm how interested many Jokers to see where uh, with with so many studios suffering setbacks and production issues with the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling it's just going to be more and more of the comic book movie. (laughs) Like, the studios will be even more reluctant to do anything other than guaranteed money makers, which nowadays is comic book movies. So that's what I'm worried about with this whole thing is.
2: I don't know. More of that. Also, I saw... So we we were talking that, like, this might be a good time to release something on our website of, like, movies that make you feel good in, in the time of all the panic and stuff like that. And then I, on Netflix, I opened it up and... <laughs> you might like Contagion. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah,
0: might Netflix had all of them. <laughs> all it was Outbreak, yeah. Contagion, a bunch of yeah. them. Yeah, I was like,
1: dude, not... It's because a lot of people are watching those for, you know, I guess they're Sci- quarantined and they're Sci- like... Scientific purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah science. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out, Research. oh, this is how people react during stuff like this. I need to go more yeah. crazy.
0: I did read something that um, the lady, I think it's Naomi Watts, plays in Contagion. What did you say that's so weird? I don't know. <laughs> um but she was yeah. like, "Oh, I know what I, She was like wearing a mask. She's like, "I know what I'm doing" because I was in this movie and I was like, Mm-mm. No, No, Pepper. wasn't
3: it? It was the lady that played Pepper Potts. What the hell Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth
0: Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. She was in Contagion with Yeah, she? that's what she it was. She was
3: the uh, Matt Damon's wife
0: and she was like, "I know I know what I'm doing." And you're like, no, you don't. You played in a movie. Get out no, of here. No, you don't.
1: That's like Neil Patrick Harris running around being a doctor somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah. He's an actual doctor.
2: Stupid.
1: When he was a kid, he was an actual doctor. Yeah. He's, he retired. Rob, obviously. Um, speaking of Netflix. Yeah, what's up? I saw, for those that are looking
3: for something to watch, one of my all-time favorite movies is coming to Netflix. Goofy movie. Yeah. True. That's it.
0: Brave Little Toaster.
3: No, Road to Perdition is mm. coming to Netflix. Best movie ever made. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. I, and it's a toss-up. It's a fantastic yeah. movie, so I, I, I can't really argue with you on that yeah, one. No.
3: Those are, you, you know, sometimes we talk about Mount Rushmore, uh, you know, of different categories. My Mount Rushmore of actors would include oh. Tom Hanks
1: and Paul Newman. Well, mine so. definitely would have Tom Hanks. That's, that's yeah.
3: a top five favorite movie. I
2: agree. Mine would also have Doc Hudson. If
0: mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Road to Perdition, we, hi- me and Aaron, I know I at absolutely. least highly suggest going to see that because it's free with a Netflix subscription. Yep. I know we always say it's free on Netflix, but yeah. you still have to pay for Netflix. Nobody yeah. pays
3: for. There's like five <laughs> people in the world that pay for Netflix, and everybody else pirates. Oh, it. so <laughs> I'm one.
0: Of, I'm one of those. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I actually also pay for it. Yeah, yeah. I know. We I just. Do.
3: Oh,
2: sorry. This is uh, two things. Road to Perdition was the fifth uh, movie we ever ranked on our show. Uh, we had talked br- previously and in the past. Uh, let's let's update our scores. I'll try to get that updated. Aaron, is there a way to keep the existing column and to see where movies have changed? Like if we go and change like the score to Road Perdition, is there a, a, a a column, a second column where we can make where it's like the new. Yeah, yeah I can help you out with that. Yeah, I have. You could just uh, I... copy
3: your scores and paste as values because right now they're just a formula. Yeah. Then create a new column. We'll t- just not do this on air. Okay. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> <I was> just...
1: <laughs> and people like.
3: You didn't have to get into the weeds, but I was just like, is that possible? I
1: have no yeah, idea what yeah, technology... We can do
3: that. So that you're saying, so we keep the current scores, right. create a new column that's our new formula yes. for yes, when exactly. we change scores, just you, to see how much... You can, lock the, yeah.
0: you can lock the scores yeah. in. Okay. I, I think, think
3: you could even create a column that calculates the difference. Let's not do this on air. <laughs> think, I think some
1: of those are going to be some big differences on mine. Yeah, because be my like Because when I first started, I think, like I said, I way overrated yeah. some and way underrated some. So yeah. it's I
2: think everybody's like that. Yeah.
3: Three hundred movies in I think we're at a good place with where we
1: three hundred and thirty seven. Yeah,
3: whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, let's I was gonna talk about the mo- the stuff that we've seen lately, but l- we're getting into the yeah. time of the review. So let's just get straight into the review. I'm gonna stop the show real quick. Go to go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. Um we, this has never been a better time to Request Movies, again, moviereviewcrew.com. Also, we have lists of movies coming out through DVDs and everything. Uh, let's get into uh, The Nice Guys. It's a 2016 film. Uh, it's an hour and 56 minutes long. It's a action comedy crime film, rated R, starring Russell Crowe, uh, Rye Guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Rye Guy.
3: That's Gosling.
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's it's uh, written and directed by Shane Black. Also written by Anthony Bagger, Baggeraz, Bag of Rice. Bag of Rice? Bag of Rice. I mean, that's what it kind of looks like. Bag of Rosie? Bag of Rosie. You gotta say it like. Bag of Rosie. Yeah. I'm sure that's how he says it. I'm sure. Hey, what's up? My name's Anthony Bag of Rosie. Mm. I don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> In 1970s Los Angeles, a mismatched pair of private eyes investigate a missing girl and the mysterious death of a porn star. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets a 92% Certified Fresh from critics, giving it a score of 7.59 out of 10, and an audience score of 79%, giving it an, uh, a score of 3.83 out of 5. Uh, critics' consensus: The Nice Guys harkens back to the, to the buddy comedies of a bygone era, while adding some extra courtesy of knowing of a knowing script and irresistible chemistry of its leads. Phew.
3: Few indeed. you. Aaron, you picked it? No. Uh, uh, I was... This was going to be no. pick. Steve, Steve picked it. Steve this was picked mine. it. Oh, okay. Because remember, I was going
2: right. to pick it last week, but that's I changed my right. pick to... It, yeah,
0: he picked. He was going to pick it last week, and I was like, man, I," because you picked Open Range last yeah, week. Yeah. That's right. Um, Which I love. And then you also said Nice Guys, and I was like, man, I do love that movie. Yeah. And like like Rotten Tomatoes says, the chemistry between... Uh, Crow and Gosling this movie is fantastic. Um, their back and forth banter is hilarious. um
3: Yeah, I don't care what you think about. Uh, Shane hates Gosling, but this was a perfect casting to me. He's he's <laughs> Look one, all of, his one of the best for. I I think he delivered Shane Black's material so well to play off of Russell Crowe's straight
1: man in this, and it's it, it works. Perfectly. This is a different Ryan Gosling, though, from then, like, Drive and yes. stuff like that. He showed a lot of charisma and personality in this movie, where in some of his movies yep. he doesn't. Yep. So, like, I think... Sh- I don't know if Shane has seen The Nice oh, yeah. Guys. Oh,
3: absolutely. He loves Shane Black.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Like, this might be a movie where he's okay with him. Yep. Like, Because I, I like Gosling in this movie, and, like I said, he uses a lot of charisma and charm and stuff like that, and that's yeah. what he needs to do more
0: of. Yeah, I, I agree. Think. You get a totally... Different Gosling in this. From him just like screaming from certain things happening, his his facial tics in yeah, this movie. just the way he delivers.
3: <laughs> just the littlest thing. Like the, the way he, when the, uh, the little kid rides up on the bike, and we're, I guess we're just going to get into this, but the little <laughs> kid's talking about how, uh, okay, first of all, spoilers. Second, there's a language warning because we can't really talk about this movie without some of the language coming through because there's a lot of curse words. But anyways, this this kid rolls up on a bike. They're trying to figure out who was in this house and what what they were doing. He's telling him that there were people making this nudie movie in here, and he's like, oh, I asked if I could be in the movie because I got a big dick. <laughs> and Ryan Gosling, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think
1: as they're leaving, he's like, you want to see it? Twenty bucks. He's like, we already paid. What am I saying? I don't even want to see it. <laughs>
3: Such a good movie. And like I said, the, the delivery by Ryan Gosling is... It's like he's just constantly annoyed, but constantly afraid. And uh, he's just a, a fantastic character.
0: And I, I think some of that has to go to uh, Shane Black oh, for absolutely. his writing. Because um, if, you, if you've seen Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang, it's, it's very similar writing. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I love the way he writes it's the back and forth yep. banter that he it's, puts in it's quick in. it's it's funny and witty
3: smart at t- i mean they're not smart characters but the <laughs> comedy is is fun oh yeah and on top of that you have a really good detective story
0: at the base of it uh, and when these two first meet each other when he he's like he opens a door and sees uh healy and he punches him in the face, and then they kind of go back and forth of, are you done yet? <laughs> yeah. And then he, he in punches him, knocks him around a little while, and then he finally breaks his arm. Um, I don't know. As a buddy cop movie, I think this has to be in my top five. Oh, the, the way it Easily. starts to
3: the way to where you get the relationship building throughout, and it is... I mean, the two... Because, like I said, Russell Crowe, he's got some great lines, but he plays... Basically, he's he's the straight man, and and Gosling's the most of the comedic element. But they play so well. I mean, even their marketing for this movie—I don't know if you guys have seen any of that on YouTube or when this was coming out—but they had these uh, like fake sessions with a therapist. Basically, <laughs> they are some of the funniest things. Like these two together crack me up, and. I don't ever think Russell Crowe is one of the best actors, but he's perfect in this role. I think I think they nailed it with the casting, and that's what makes this movie
1: so lovable. I have never been a big fan of Russell Crowe. Like I, I've said it before, like I, he's probably one of my least favorites. But in this movie, Dumb. well, I just don't like him. <laughs> There's just something about him that I just don't like. But in this movie. I liked him. He was good in this movie. Like, this is one of those movies where, like, there's people in there, or at least in Russell Crowe, somebody in there that I really don't like. But you know what? I can watch him in this movie.
3: And it's one of those movies, too, where we talk about this sometimes, where it's like, sure, they could have made this with other actors, but how would it have turned out? Because that's how good the chemistry is, and that's how good the characters are with these two actors, where it's hard to imagine anybody
1: else in those roles. Shane Black and in his movies, with his writing style, you need to get the right actors. Like his writing style, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head, but the guy who did like Seven Psychopaths and and yes, yes, they're very similar. So like you get those right type of actors, like Sam Rockwell in Seven Psychopaths, you know Ryan Gosling in this movie, it just fits so perfectly. Yeah, it's it's Uh, Martin McDonough is the the guy
3: that did, and then uh, I think it's either his cousin or his brother who's the other guy that brother. The other McDonough, yeah. But so anyways, yeah. This uh, Shane Steven? Black is is like the the buddy cop version of those guys, and and it's the same type of quick firing comedy. The same type of, you know, sometimes a, a line will just go by without you even noticing how funny it is, and then you're thinking like, oh, that was great, <laughs> because it's just delivered sometimes in such a ho hum way, like I, just some lines where. they're not even hilarious to say out loud, but during the movie and when you're, like when they're they're investigating they're trying to find the woman and then the one guy calls her a, what does he call her? A a porno actress and Holland (laughs) Marsh is like, whoa, young woman, a porno young woman.
1: (laughs) 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 It's like, One of my, like, I don't know, one of the running bits they had in this is his daughter would always say something, something, and stuff. He's like, don't say and stuff. Like, she's like, she said, oh, there's whores here and stuff. He's like, don't say, this is the first time. He's like, don't say that. Don't say and stuff. Just say there's whores here. Uh, And then,
3: yeah, they keep doing it throughout to, yeah, it's funny.
0: There's also kind of the running gag through the movie is he's falling off, like, the buildings. Everything. (laughs) The world's,
1: like, like... worst luckiest you know private investigator like he sh- has no there's no way he should be finding this stuff out but he like falls and falls into a clue or he should have died a hundred times but somehow he doesn't and, <laughs> and then, then his
3: whole
0: it. i'm invincible
3: i'm alive
0: <laughs> i don't think i can die that's the only explanation yeah and every time he like the first time he falls off he's like how did you get down here did you have fall <laughs> and he's like it's slippery up there, or something. But and every always, yeah, and, every and, time, and then you also get the uh the Nixon callback. Yes. Um, just from- a,
3: what you think is a throwaway. It's funny because they make Russell Crowe tells this story about a dying guy who was uh, on a roadside. N- Richard Nixon stopped to help him. He's like, so do you think the this guy thought that everybody sees Richard Nixon uh, instead of angels? You get Richard Nixon, and it's like this dumb throwaway story. And even Gosling's like, you tell me this whole epic story that sucks just to tell me that you can see things from different perspectives? He's like, next time, just tell me that. And then 20 minutes later, Gosling falls off a building into a pool and sees Richard Nixon in this pool, some guy with a Richard Nixon mask, and freaks out because he thinks he's dying. <laughs> and He's like swimming away from him. It's funny. Like I said, I, I like comedy that will establish what you think is just some dumb throwaway thing. And then they come back to it it might not land that first time, but man, when it, it comes back, it's funny.
0: And I think even the villains in this movie, they're not like over the top or anything. Uh Keith David is always Yep. He's always yep. a fun, fun villain to have. Um was it Be- Kim Basinger? Is that who mm-hmm. yep. um she was kind of all right. She's her like character seemed off when she was talking. I don't know, that was just me.
3: Uh I don't know if that was a like a throwback to, you know, 70s and even early 80s type of stuff that Shane Black did, but yeah. it was like you, you know, a throwback to there she was obviously the bad person. Like there was no <laughs> she was one of those where you like you play the, the the way the story's being told, you're not supposed to know that she's in on it, but she's playing it in a way that's so suspicious and creepy like that you're like, okay, she's in on it. So I don't know if that was like a throwback and homage to old school detective type of stuff but
0: well and you can clearly see that Russell Crowe understands who the bad guy is as soon as the briefcase goes flying in the air and uh, Gosling's character is just like somebody switched the briefcases
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that scene Oh, that
0: scene is so
1: great. Well, he also the the I don't know her assistant. I don't remember her name. That gave something him like, like the, Tally, yeah, yeah, Tally or whatever. He obviously you know had something for oh, her. Yeah. So like he didn't want to believe that she was bad. Like even when she pulls out a gun, he's like, "You can't kill people. I've killed three people. You're not a killer." She just <laughs> said she killed three people.
3: So good, and and I I don't know. It just the little girl uh, Gosling's. Uh, Holland March, Gosling's, Gosling's character, his a daughter that kind of follows him throughout the story. And if there's one downside to this, I'd say it might be her. She wasn't terrible, but there were just some times where it's like, eh, I don't know that we need her. It just involved. happened to be that she
0: was in like everything that.
3: Which is also funny because yeah. he's taking. He's just a terrible dad. <laughs> he's just like letting her drive all around as he's drunk in the passenger, taking her to this. Well, he didn't take her, but she stayed at the party with all these porn stars and, and drugs and all sorts of stuff kids shouldn't be around.
1: But I didn't really necessarily mind her in the movie. I think if you take her out, yeah, the movie can still go. But like, there's certain things that drive Gosling's character that I don't right. think will be there. Well, sure, and it's it's part of the the comedy
3: that. She's a lot of the times the one putting the pieces together and telling him, like he he's a terrible detective and it's hilarious because even even she's like, You are the world's worst detective. And he's like, Oh, the worst, the world's worst. And then he goes on this rant. You know, this is when they find this address on this piece of paper that's kind of this cryptic message and he's talking about oh it's a backwards date because they're european and it says it says flat instead of this it's not flight number and he goes into all this stuff and she smiles like he just redeemed himself like finally he's taking this seriously so they go to where he thinks the note leads them and this building's been burned down and demolished for 3 years <laughs> I mean, it, it, it turns out they should have gone to the place they wanted
1: to go the, the first time they said it. But it's well, things like that. that... Yeah. They were both right and both wrong on that one because Crow's character thought it was sure, a flight. He sure. thought it was an apartment building. It was a hotel by the airport. So they were both wrong and they were both right. So that shows that, you know, they have to kind of work together to figure out what they need to do.
0: Uh, and I think we'll get to it. Um, the shootout scene at his house is a fantastic scene because you I mean you get the action of the gunshots going around. He throws the little girl through the glass window. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> and that's how the movie, the the shootout starts, is
3: and that's what's great about this. It's it's hilarious. I love the comedy, but like I said, good detective story, really good action sequences. A lot of the shootouts are fantastic in the fight scenes. But the way that starts is... uh, So there's this assassin, John Boy, out to kill the girl that they're looking for. And Gosling's daughter's at home with a friend. Gosling and and, uh, Russell Crowe are out of the house, and John Boy shows up at the house, and things start to happen. He throws Gosling's daughter's friend through a window as they're pulling up, as Gosling and Crowe are pulling up. And then... John Boy's just walking out like nothing happened. Like, did you just hear that noise? And he just says, oh, yeah, that was me. I threw a little girl out a window. <laughs> and then starts shooting at him. Like, that's, And then you get a great action scene to follow.
0: Well, and you also get, like, the comedic effect in there when Russell Crowe's kind of hiding behind the, the wall, and he tells Gosling's character to throw him a gun. Yep. And he just tosses it right out the window. Shit!
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good. It, and, and you get that in the, the shootout at the... Uh, Auto show when he's hiding behind a car thinking he's safe <laughs> on a rotating platform, <laughs> so he's like closing his eyes, trying to get his breath. He's like, Okay, 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 and he pops up and turns around like he's gonna shoot him. But the car had rotated so that the guy's now behind him. Oh, such a terrible detective, but it makes for such good moments.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. I don't know. Like, music. Do you, do you think the music fit in with this movie? Like, I don't remember a whole lot of music, personally. I don't remember anything.
3: That st- I mean, obviously, it was a lot of the 70s yeah. type of, yeah. you know. And then...
1: I think there was... I don't know. At one point, there was actually a pretty big rock song, but I don't even remember what it was now. Like, it's like in the middle of the movie somewhere, it's yep, terrible. I know like, what you mean. I guess... I don't. Know, I guess it was one of those movies where music didn't take away from it, but you don't really think True. about it while you're. And, watching and honestly,
3: it. you're the the story. It is a kind of a dumb comedy most of the time through, but it, the it, it's a pretty deep detective story to try to untangle who's who and who's involved and who's doing what and why it's happening. And so a lot of the times you are trying to piece it together. I, I've seen this before, and I was still trying to piece together why and how everybody was involved and i think that's part of the reason why you just don't even notice a lot of the music cuz you're yeah. you're laughing along with the jokes you're trying to figure out the the actual detective story and that's i think why it works but that's also i didn't notice the music a whole lot i didn't notice much about you know cinematography yeah. or or
1: color palettes or framing or you're just kind of along for the ride really yeah it's a very dialogue driven movie and sometimes movies like that it's hard to notice much other than the dialogue yeah which if that's the case
3: you better have some pretty darn good dialogue and some good casting to deliver it which they did yeah Uh, Are we ready ready? to rate this movie? I think so. I mean, yeah, it's short. It's fast. Comedies are tough, but because we can't talk about, oh, the great performances. Yeah, they were fine. They were actually very, very good, and I wouldn't replace them
1: with anybody. There there is some seriousness in this movie, but they also play it off as comedy almost. Like, uh, we already said it, but spoiler alert, like the girl that they've been tracking this whole time, like they find her, she runs away and they and John boy is like oh well this is easy boom and yeah. like it just like oh well their whole story their whole reason for being together is now gone what are they going to do now and they go after and it's
3: it's kind of depressing but the whole thing they're they're trying to find this girl and trying to find out why people are trying to kill her and it all boils down to the these kids made this Nudie film, nudie film, that had all these names and dates and numbers, and they were trying to expose the auto industry for uh, basically their pollution levels were beyond what was acceptable. But everybody's taking money because it made more money to do it the cheap way, and you know, so there is this story behind it, but it uh, it takes a backseat to the comedy and the relationship between the two. But it is a. Uh, Interesting story to say the least. Did you and, th- and the line of uh when they find out about this, you know, nudie film and they're like, So you're making a porn and the plot is what you want people <laughs> to pay attention <laughs> to.
0: Like, yeah. Did you all know that Val Kilmer's son is in this movie? No, who's he playing? He plays Chet. Oh the projectionist. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> I didn't know that was his Yeah, I I, I was just looking it up. Before the show, and it's Jack Kilmer that plays Chet. Ah.
1: That's another running thing throughout. <laughs> Effing Chet. <shit. laughs> I think I don't know. One of my favorite lines in this movie is at the end of the movie when they're talking, and Gosling's like, "You know, nobody got hurt." And Russell Crowe's like, "A lot of people died." And he's like, "Yeah, but I think they died quick. I don't think they got hurt."
3: <laughs> my favorite is the the oh, the old lady with the coke bottle glasses that basically started the investigation. And he keeps trying to tell her that... So this old lady wants her to find her niece. Which is, which the, is the porn star. The porn star that event. died at the beginning of the movie, which leads him to try to find this other girl. And, Anyways, Gosling continuously tries to tell her that her niece is dead. And finally, they find this evidence, and the old lady's there. And the old lady is like, so does this mean that she's actually dead? And he's just like, yes! Oh, I mean, yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's such, I know it's not funny, but the way it's delivered. <laughs> but,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, I think we might be ready to rate this. All M- right. Mike,
0: one of us is going to bring this next week, and you're going to watch it because this is a fantastic
3: movie. Maybe I'll just uh, rent it off of Amazon Prime. Could. Shane poses the question before we rate this. Wait, We've can. kind of already talked about this, but this or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? That is... Is a hard one. Um, he said that, it's settled. No, nah, I I go this.
2: See what I did there, Brent.
0: Um, no, I mean, that's a tough question because no. I I love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but I I'd have to say this movie. I, I they're very similar movies. Yeah, now. I mean it's like. Uh,
3: yeah, they're almost. The same movie, just a little bit, you know, tweak the story and yeah. the same type of
1: dialogue, the same type
3: of detective story, the yeah. same type of uh, straight man and, and comedic guy. Yeah,
1: I think me personally, I'd probably go Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but that's because I like Kilmer and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. better than Gosling. Have and w- Crow. we
0: haven't done Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, have we?
1: I don't think so. Because there's been a couple times I thought about picking it and I just didn't. That's and that's got one of uh, our most quoted scenes ever when he's. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots
3: the guy. He there there's like a 20% chance. <laughs> who <laughs> taught you math? <laughs> uh, that's funny. But anyway, I, I would say this over Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: Brent, did you ever say what you would pick? Yeah, I said Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because probably just for the simple fact that I like uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer better than Gosling and uh, Crow. Gotcha. Uh,
2: all right, who wants to go first? I can start it
3: off. All right, uh, I. I like Gosling. I like almost all of his movies. I think I think Shane's just terribly wrong about him. I mean, well, First Man was fantastic. Blade yeah. Runner is fantastic. He's good in this. He, I mean, he's half Nelson. He was nominated for an Oscar. Mm. I mean, the guy makes good movies. What
1: was that movie that I hated movies for a long time because of it? Ah, you Only me? God Forgives. Yeah, yeah there's always oh, that. That one's True. bad. There's always that. And that... True. Yeah. But like I said, this is a different Gosling. Like he shows personality and charisma in this movie, which he doesn't in a lot of his movies. True, not true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, he actually he shows. shows his drive. Range. What did he, he in this do? Movie? You ever
3: seen First Man?
1: Yes, I have.
3: Oh, I love him in that.
1: And he's just like uh I almost said, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just like Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong was never a like what do you want yeah, like, to call it? Like flamboyant type person.
3: Butt. Anyways. Uh, I didn't I say think he was Usly a bad is, actor. I just I said he Usly doesn't... think doesn't get the credit he deserves. God, there's I a think lot he's very good. Of Sorry. No, we're all good. All I was Brent's saying, stupid and wrong.
1: All wow. I'm saying, I didn't say he was a bad actor. I'm just saying he doesn't show a lot of personality and charisma in some of his movies. And in this one, he does. Sure. Anyways, I I love him in this. I like him in everything.
3: I like Russell Crowe a lot. <laughs> Shane Black's humor is is fantastic. So I give this uh, eight point two five a B plus. Aaron loves Gosling. I think it could have been. Uh, I would take it away because I think it could have been. I I didn't care for. I know why she was in it. the The little girl's acting wasn't the best, and it was sometimes cringe worthy. I think yeah, you could
0: have had less of her and still, or just
3: pick a different actress. Aaron <laughs> Ian
2: Gosling sitting in a tree. K I S Oh no no no, no no no
1: Six foot six foot distance. Oh, after Corona. K I S I N G. Um, I'm not quite as high as Aaron, but I'm not too far off. I'm gonna go with a seven seven five. Uh, and stuff. Um, yeah, like it's good. I enjoyed it. I liked it, but I don't know if we ever review Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I'll probably give that a higher score. You know, spoiler. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steve.
0: Um, I love this movie. Um, Russell Crowe might be one of my favorite actors. Um, Gladiator is like my top three movies of all time. Um, mostly because him and Joaquin are in it, and both those are great actors, at least in that movie. Um, Gosling, this movie is hilarious. Uh, just playing pretty much a bumbling idiot that just falls into everything. I'm gonna give it uh, an eight and a half.
2: Alright, so final score is eight point one seven. Which puts it B plus just in the middle of a B plus. Alright.
3: Pop quiz asshole.
2: This or
0: Bone Tomahawk. Ooh. I haven't seen that. This. They're two totally different they movies. They are.
3: But which one, if I had to choose right now, what I want to watch? Bone Tomahawk.
0: You wanna to watch that splitting in half scene again? Yeah, that, that, it's like just, I love that, Westerns. That's and that just dialogue brutal.
3: in that movie is true. fantastic. That's true.
2: This or Star Wars Rogue One? This.
3: This. That yeah, is that this. high. I love Star Wars Rogue One.
2: Rogue One is. That's one of my. I think Aaron has it. I think one of the better the ones. The highest Star yeah, Wars movie. Oh,
1: well, probably, but I mean, I, don't, I just wasn't a huge fan of that.
2: This or Logan. This. <laughs> this.
1: This, probably.
2: This or Bad Times at the El Royale.
1: That. That's a fun movie. This. I'm
2: not that big of a fan of it. You that
1: didn't movie. like it, I know, but... Yeah. I mean, I still gave it a 7.75. I would probably go with this, but I do like that one. Yeah.
3: This or The Thing. Ooh, The Thing.
0: That's the old one, right? Or yeah. Russell. That's one of those the movies... Thing.
3: I don't know how high I rated it, but that's one of those movies if if ever it's on, I stop and watch it. Oh, yeah. it's, and it's such an engaging movie. movie. So good. This or The Atomic Blonde? I this. haven't seen that.
2: This. This or Open Range? Mm, this. I go Open Range. Open
0: Range, that's a such a good movie. This or us? This. This. I think you have two people in here that didn't really care no. for us. I th- think I'd pick us.
1: I don't know. I no one's
2: gonna know. even say that I didn't haven't I haven't seen the Nice Guys yet. Nobody, nothing. Yeah.
3: I mean, I just know how much you think Get Out and Us are just the greatest thing ever. Even I, not. Yeah. Mm, I. Yeah. Mean,
1: I mean, I think Get Out's better than Us. But it like, sure I would is with this. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. not that good. <laughs>
2: well, you're dumb. I I went back and rewatched Get Out, and I think it's a lot more pleasurable the second time around because you can see the di- like within the first fourth of the movie either dialogue hints like they they bring up Jesse Owens and it's oh man it's great. So anyway, <laughs> I I need to give us a second viewing. All right, so 8.17 for the nice guys. So we've got
3: you, Mike, you and Matt are next for All picking right. a movie. All right,
2: I'll pick us.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, we already did that. Well, i might the be taking next week off. That <laughs> was
2: the <laughs> joke. All right, so 8.17 for the nice guys. Uh, It's my pick next week, but first we have a review of Crawl on Thursday. Have fun. That was one of Shane's picks, so join us on Thursday for a review of Crawl. In the meantime, guys, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Request movies right on our homepage. Uh, If you have an email you want to send uh, something to the show, email us at podcast.moviereviewcrew.com. Anything else, gentlemen? No, Nah. All right, someone in the show. Tell your friends.
0: Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. Sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been
2: the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com.